1: Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode Woo! of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, As always, with my co-host Dan. How is it going, my friend?
2: Boy, oh boy, Jimison! Uh, it's feeling—it's a good day, man. Good day. We got—we got Sir Benny back uh, Sir in the Benny. fold, bro. We got—we get—we're signing players over here. We're—we're we're, we're having season start dates. We actually can talk about some soccer in this. We got podcast. some news, and not just. Not just bidets, hellotushy.com <laughs> slash no other, you know? 10% off. Uh, <laughs> feels good, man. Feels good. Other than the weather right now, a little gloomy, a little sad mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, waiting on that vaccine. Mm-hmm. Thinking vaccines like money, man. I'm just, I'm itching for it. I
1: know. Ready to I go. I saw, saw today that, you know, they're they're hoping to increase distribution of, of the vaccine. So hopefully that's good. Yeah. I know my dad who lives in LA, he just got his first dose on Monday. So oh,
2: congrats. Did he post about it? You gotta <laughs> spread the word. He, you gotta take he, a selfie.
1: He is not on social. So okay. Well,
2: then uh, he didn't.
1: No, he did not. But it is it is nice when you start, you know, having your more vulnerable family members start to get it. That's like you're
2: True. You see a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel. And it's nice that he wasn't like, James, let me tell you, I'm not taking that <laughs> damn vaccine. They're gonna track me. I don't know why I gave him that. He clearly lives in LA. <laughs> but let me tell you this they i heard somewhere that they're aiming to vaccinate johnson county by this summer as Mm -hmm. in like like people my age right i was not expecting it i was kind of expecting it like next year oh so
1: yeah no see it's it's sort of it's hard to tell because early on they were sort of saying like you know it might be may before you know the vaccine Mm -hmm. is more widely distributed um then it was kind of like well is that even too soon and I saw like the Biden admin today said that they hope to have every adults in America vaccinated by the end of the summer. So what are you going to force it?
2: You're going to shoot people up. They got to want to have it, you know? They,
1: they, yeah. It's not going to be mandated, but like, yeah, they, they just purchased more uh, more doses. So they're going to have 300 million doses apparently ready to go by, by the end of the summer. But I'm hoping mm-hmm. that means then for people like you or I, who are probably not going to be, high up on the priority list but want the vaccine maybe around you know end of spring early summer we'll actually be able to to get out there and get it so we'll see well
2: i'll tell you what needles are the worst Mm -hmm. now i'm a i'm a tatted up gentleman you would think like oh why are you uh, why (laughs) do you hate needles i just hate them dude shots they like burns i'm like did Mm -hmm. you just inject hot fire into my arm i just asked for a flu shot no that's
1: uh that's the microchip they're tracking you with oh they're
2: tracking me right yeah people have said that by the way people have said no, that and i'm like do you have a cellular phone they're like well yeah and it's like uh, how here's your sign how dumb are you <laughs>
1: yeah there's not a lot of thought
2: there yeah
1: so no flu shot yeah i mean that's that's normal with just about any shot i mean you're sticking a needle in your arm it's gonna get a little irritated there's yeah. you know i was just reading a thing today that was like of the four plus million doses of the moderna vaccine that have been distributed literally only 10 people have had severe allergic reactions so like it Hmm. is highly 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 unlikely that anything bad will happen to you uh they've done you know research and it's been tested on tens of thousands of people and and all that so well
2: hank aaron got the vaccine rest in peace poppy he uh (laughs) that's not good not good vaccine probably killed him
1: no no, let's oh, okay. Not, let's not Sorry. spread that. Sorry. That's why we to get booted from Apple Podcasts. Conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, way a parlor. parlor.
2: People are legitimately mad that parlor is is not a thing, and I'm like, what the hell is parlor? Yeah, I
1: don't. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Oh um, boy. But uh yeah, we we uh, we we got a lot of news to talk about this week, so we're going to dive into that. Uh, for those of you who have left us five star ratings and reviews, uh, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, thank for those you. of you who have not done so, please go ahead and do it. We're going to read it on air if you do, and uh, yeah, we appreciate it. But uh, but let's let's talk some sport in KC soccer because we got quite a bit to get through this week and uh, some good questions. But uh, the biggest question, I guess, that has been looming is what the heck is going to happen with the MLS season? Do we even know when we're playing? And there was a letter that Don Garber sent out to the quote-unquote fans uh, middle of last week and last week that really wasn't to the fans. It was more to the MLS Players Association.
2: That was interesting. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> it, um, it did. I'll, I'll say this. It didn't give me a lot of confidence that there was progress being made because it seemed a little terse and a little harsh.
2: Yeah, and, and thousands of other people agreed with you. All the way to the 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 players' association Twitter, yeah, was retweeting it, and it was like, just add us next time. Like, what the hell is this? It was very
1: obvious what they were doing,
2: right? And and fans were sharing it all over the place. Like, this is a joke, right? Like, I don't know, man. Kind of silly, and and. Very tone-deaf. Not 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 Boulevard Brewing tone-deaf, but pretty tone-deaf, uh, you know.
1: I don't, don't even get me started on them.
2: I'm going to no. get you started. We're going to talk about it because Jimmy <laughs> Mack here is single-handedly bringing them down.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> we'll... we'll well maybe we'll get into that later but I'm uh into it, it. It, it's on my list it's, it's on my oh, list oh good what, what else is on that list i'm that's a, scared that's to a know
2: blank piece of paper i'm not gonna lie to you that's not a real list
1: that's your donald trump work quote-unquote list <laughs> yeah it's a blank piece of paper he's drawing his name on over and over again it's just
2: a piece of paper i test my pen on no big deal
1: <laughs> uh so that letter came out and i was like "Hey, well, we don't really know what's gonna happen well then early this week major league soccer I assume with the blessing of the Players Association, uh, announced that the 2021 MLS season will begin on Saturday, April 3rd, and feature 34 matches for each of the league's 27 clubs.
2: That's a full season.
1: That's a full season.
2: That's crazy.
1: And uh, they're saying MLS Decision Day um, will conclude on November 7th. MLS Cup playoffs will begin on November 19th, and MLS Cup will be played on Saturday, December 11th. This is just about a regular MLS season schedule.
2: With the exception, like, you're starting a month late. A little okay, bit late. So they're, they're going to cram in a couple games here and there, a couple midweek games. But, like, yeah, we're back in the olden days where MLS Cup is almost halfway through December, you know? Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. It is,
1: it is interesting because, okay, so clubs can can begin preseason training on February 22nd. And, but what's funny is they're calling it six weeks prior to MLS is back opening weekend. And I think they, they loved that MLS is back tournament branding so much that I think they're just going to try to now call it MLS is back opening weekend every year from here on out. But, but
2: we all made fun of it. Like why'd yeah. they love it so much?
1: Yeah. We it's, laughed at you. It's, it's strange, <laughs> but okay. So now, you know, we're recording this on uh, January 26th. We have less than a month until sporting KC preseason camp opens.
2: That's crazy, man. And we don't really have a, a roster solidified, in my opinion.
1: So we'll, uh... in, a, in a lot of people's opinions, including yeah. Peter Vermees.
2: Yeah, right. So, so. It, it, that's interesting to think about that. Well, what am I saying? We're, it's not like we're going to get to watch those preseason games. That's in the I, past. I don't even know if there's going to be a, a
1: preseason tournament like there normally oh, is. Yeah. It so might just be training. Just training, sure. Because the, the release, at least, you know, it says... 2021 season will feature the debut of the league's 27th club, Austin FC, in their new world-class stadium. And then they're opening two other stadiums in Ohio. But it says, in addition to the regular season matches, the 26th season will include the MLS All-Star Game presented by Target, the Campionis Cup, and the Leagues Cup during the late summer. MLS clubs will also participate in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, Canadian Championship, and Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League in 2021. It doesn't say anything about a desert diamond cup or mobile mini sun cup or whatever it's called now. I don't know the it's, it's like a college bowl game every year. It has a new name.
2: That's true. New sponsors and all that.
1: But I don't, I get the feeling that they're cause they're going to say they have to quarantine and and conduct individual trainings upon reporting back to their club. So I think that's, it seems like it's going to be just sort of a train with your team and then we'll see what happens on April 3rd.
2: Yeah. I know. I mean, we'll see, but that that makes the most sense.
1: Yeah, they don't know how Canada, or the Canadian teams are going to play because there's still travel restrictions between the U.S. and Canada. So, they 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 have no plans as of yet for the three Canadian clubs regarding the regular season. They say that's going to be announced in the near future.
2: Uh, I I mean, that's who strange, knows? man. I got I would hate to be on one of those Canadian clubs and just you feel like the step kid. You feel like you're you're an outcast and okay so the season's going okay what about us yeah (laughs) and who knows
1: who knows what the situation will be like in april regarding travel maybe maybe enough people will be able to be vaccinated and and both countries will feel they can open borders for quote-unquote essential work that might include major league soccer because that's essential right (laughs)
2: seems that way that and and nfl and college football very essential yeah and, yeah. and Bill Self with his mask around his chin, uh, college basketball, absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's interesting because the only mention of the MLS Players Association that, that's uh, made in this release is it says MLS continues to meet with Major League Soccer Players Association to discuss working together to put MLS on secure footing given the unprecedented impact of COVID-19. And then it goes into their whole, we'll pay them 100% of their salaries for this year as long as they extend the cba for another two years and i guess the mlspa responded by january 23rd although no agreement has been reached mls is committed to meet as many times as necessary in the coming days to finalize an agreement who knows what that means but clearly the league and hopefully mlspa believe enough that an agreement will happen that they can announce the start of the season for april 3rd so we'll see knock on wood yeah
2: we'll see what happens for sure
1: as far as the roster situation goes you talked about this a little bit we we know some of the people that are going to be on on the roster obviously there are some returning uh players you know johnny russell Polito. uh we know roger espinoza is coming back uh there are some that we we don't yet know um eric hurtado we don't really know the status of eric hurtado as far as where he's going to play it doesn't really sound like he will be back with SKC at least based off of what Peter Vermees said uh last week he said um when asked about the current status of negotiations Peter responded Eric Hurtado I don't know if he's signed with someone I have no idea (laughs) so that doesn't sound like he's coming back to SKC at least not right now
2: it sounds bad man it's it's when you say that it's like oh boy you don't, you don't know where your players are. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Would, he, he's done. I mean, he's done with us. And, and I don't, I assume maybe he thinks he can go get a better offer somewhere and, and more power to him. You know, you got to take care of yourself, but he was nice to have. I mean, he was a big, uh, wow. Big push off the bench, man. Yeah. He
1: was somebody who could come in and be physical and his, you know, goals per 90 coming off the bench was, was pretty good. Yeah. So it, he that, that so was maybe. Pretty,
2: know your worth man it's like that in every job know your worth yeah if you think you're underpaid go find something better
1: yeah it's uh i don't know it's it's gonna be tough because we have alan Polito, and then uh behind him right now i mean i guess you could put um Kyrie at the number nine yeah. but outside of that it's a couple of homegrowns that have never played senior team soccer you've got wilson harris and you've got uh, the newly signed uh, Ozzy Cisneros.
2: Ozzy, so, well, Tyler Freeman's in, that, in there as well. Yeah, but I mean. I that's, think he's a number nine.
1: For, for, you know, having a guy like Alan Polito coming off an injury where he didn't play for a, a decent part of the season, plus a compressed 34-game regular season, they're putting a lot of faith in some of these young guys if that's their plan we'll
2: see yeah i don't think that is their plan if i'm being honest (laughs) but uh that that would definitely show a lot of faith and it'd be scary to be one of those young guys and have that kind of pressure (laughs) yeah and i mean that's gonna be tough if if we go into the season and it's you know alan palito's number
1: one and then wilson harris is number two that's you know that's a drop off that's dangerous that's that's not saying anything bad about wilson harris he may turn out to be an mls all-star and be great but right now we don't know yeah so uh felipe gutierrez you know, we'll see. I, I, don't think, I don't think anything's been decided yet. We obviously heard last week, I think we talked about the rumors uh, from what Felipe said down in Chile, uh, basically saying he wants to come play for uh, SKC again, but that he just needs to have the right offer. Uh, Peter said, in regards to Gutierrez, we put an offer on the table. Our expectation is we're going to hear sooner rather than later if he's a yes or a no. So
2: so still I mean, nothing.
1: Still nothing that I've seen, uh, you know, I guess it really just depends on is Felipe satisfied with the offer that that SKC made? I, I mean, what the way Peter talked to me, I don't know how it sounds to you, but the way it, he sounded to me is it kind of was like uh, it read almost as if this is a take it or leave it offer. Like, you know, we'll know if it's a yes or a no. And if it's a no, it doesn't sound like Peter's going to be like, OK, well, we're going to
2: come back with a higher amount. I just kind of be like, well, that's it. That's what it sounds like, yeah. So, so, I mean, it's kind of got to be prepared to uh, leave it, I guess. I mean, just set yourself up for the disappointment. Yeah. it's
1: um, As far as Gerso, it sounds like it's uh, it's all but done. I mean, previously he had said that they made the bona fide offer. Uh, he didn't accept that. He wanted to bring Gerso back, but they didn't accept, so there's no negotiation. And then uh, last Wednesday, uh, Peter just said, Gerso did not accept our offer. He's not on our roster. So what happens there? I can't answer that. It's not like we're in touch with him every day. He declined the offer we provided. If they wanted to do something, they'd have to reach out to us. The ball is in their court. So that sounds like Peter would be willing to, to have him back on the team if Gerso basically did a 180 and decided to accept the offer that they previously offered. But outside of that, it's not really happening.
2: doesn't seem like it's going to go down, man. As as sad as that is to say, it just doesn't feel right. No. So it's it's really tough, but uh I mean that's
1: that leaves what? Daniel Shalloway on the left wing? Maybe Kyrie Shelton?
2: Some people are gonna have to step up, man, unless we find some diamonds in the rough somewhere, but some people are gonna have to step up for sure. Yeah. It's uh
1: it'll be interesting, but we'll you know, we'll see. Um you know, it's good that we got Roger back that helps in the midfield a little bit but uh but we don't really know. Um what we do know is that yeah, three academy pro- uh, products were signed to first team contracts last week. Uh, we already mentioned the 16-year-old forward uh, Ozzy Cisneros. Uh, there's also 20-year-old midfielder Grayson Barber and 18-year-old goalkeeper Brooks Thompson. So, you know, this is this is sort of what Peter laid out as his vision is he wanted homegrowns and academy players to to get through the pipeline and to the first team and they're starting to do that the question is are they ready to make that jump to playing consistently
2: yeah dude time will tell on that i mean it's it's we've always had a lot of faith in our system and it is showing with these homegrown signings year after year yeah um i like watching those little vignettes those little videos they put out uh little interviews and highlights Mm because you get a first look at these kids you've never really seen them play probably and you see some of their college highlights academy highlights and and it's cool and you hear how like humble and honored and and excited they are to hopefully crack the lineup someday you know what I mean
1: yeah I mean we've signed I mean there are players who have signed first team contracts who played a bit, but, but didn't, didn't pan out too much. You know, Juan Cousin comes to mind. He, there was potential and promise there. He started some games for SKC and then one thing or another happened and he's not on the roster
2: anymore. I wonder what he's, do we know anything about him? Like, Uh, did he land somewhere or I haven't seen, I mean, his Wikipedia is not, not updated or anything. So I got, I got nothing. I think I looked the other day and, nothing was coming up as far as like new signings for anywhere
1: no it doesn't look like you know he doesn't have anything uh doesn't have anything on his twitter that indicates that he's signed somewhere
2: mm-hmm.
1: um man it's it's kind of a bummer his pin tweet is just from april 13th 2018 when it says sporting kc has signed 19 year old midfielder juan Kuzain to a homegrown deal and it's not there anymore or i mean he's not here anymore so that's that's kind of a bummer but you know, it is uh, it is what it is. Um, so, we'll see. I don't know. But, you know, there's players like Gianluca Buzio and Jalen Lindsay who signed those homegrown deals and are, are pretty consistent players now. So, we'll see. Yeah. But who knows what is going on. So, anywho, uh, let's see here. One person we do know who is going to be back with the club, on, in addition to Roger, another Sporting KC midfielder has returned for more time with the club, except this time he's not going to be on the field in terms of playing on the field. Benny Fellhaber is back. He has joined Sporting KC as a technical staff member. And uh, this is
2: pretty cool. I'd be interested to see what his responsibilities are. I mean, because they really didn't give him a title, right?
1: That's yeah. I, I kept looking and I was like, I don't see anywhere where they have actually said what he's doing
2: yeah for all we know it could be like player management or something like that or or a, a advisor to the players or some shit you know we, we don't even know um now let's just get him on the podcast screw it Like, <laughs> pause us real quick i'm gonna give him a call get him right
1: <laughs> we uh we do want to get him on the call at or on uh on the pot at some point on the call see now you've got me all flustered
2: um we want to get him on the pod at some point. We've tried before. We'll see. I, I was in touch with his agent a while back. And uh, I think Benny was too busy with like the, B, what was that? Benny BSI ASI podcast. BSI podcast, or, yeah. Which I don't assume is still going on. Uh, I don't think they're doing anything, so.
1: Well, did you hear or see what happened on uh, the press conference when they announced Benny? Uh, no. Ike Para joined the press conference as a member of the media uh, representing BSI podcast and started oh, asking really? Benny questions. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a video of it yet, but Sean Goodwin sent out a couple tweets. He goes, Ike Para has joined the sporting KC media availability to ask Benny Philhaber questions. And the first question he asked is, will you invest in real clothes now that you are a member of the technical staff to which Benny's answer was just no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I guess Ike asked, you know, over under two and a half games until Benny realizes he can still play and tries to make a comeback and uh benny said under absolutely no chance
2: yeah i can't so. imagine he, I, I think he's probably done uh i yeah. think he's at peace with that that's crazy that's kind of funny kind of funny yeah. but I, I i think we'd get him on here man get him on to talk about some stuff well we had kit man on he's part of the technical staff technically right yeah Te- uh, he's, technically, he's technically technical
1: he's club staff for sure i don't know if club? that's technical staff or not
2: technically technical club <laughs>
1: technically he's part of club stuff to say yeah, I guess uh when, when I got on the call, Benny, his first reaction, he goes, This isn't happening, right? And and Ike just was like, excuse me, I'd like to ask my questions, please. Just being very official. Oh my lord. <laughs> so I do miss you know, I miss their their bromance that they had here. It's uh it was something that I really enjoyed watching. And uh, you know, I enjoyed watching them on on well, I guess it was Sal Zizo that had the Benny Fellhaber show, but uh I don't know, man. I just wish that they'd be able to find a way to get ike to come back in, in some way but I, I just don't think that's happening
2: so. yeah well I'll we think. did find more probably about why ike did not play this year
1: yeah he did you know we're none of this is is confirmed as
2: far as like well this we're speculating amazing. right he shared his wife's instagram post and it sounds like she just was really sick i think it was cancer it was the whole, Didn't you say? well she, i don't know she chronicled the hell out of it though Like it, like people told her it was nothing and and nothing and she couldn't find anyone to help her. And finally she found someone that diagnosed her and was like, oh my God, we need to operate now.
1: Yeah. And Um, so he, he posted these, these stories that basically made it sound like this was a whole ordeal over the whole last year. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean... I don't blame him if he, you know, even if I I do think he was legitimately injured early on in in the season, but then,
2: well, that's just another year, but yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but like, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, if you're, if you have a loved one who is dealing with major health issues, he might've just looked at the situation and been like, it is not worth me traveling and risking getting an infection and potentially giving it to my immunocompromised wife. And I don't blame him.
2: Absolutely. And that's why it was a undisclosed injury and whatnot, you know, right. they weren't going to spread that info so but cool for her to share her progress and was like she shared like before and after photos how her whole skin tone changed and her weight and her face right and the moral of the story was just like always get a second opinion people like if someone's telling you it's nothing but you clearly like listen to your body you know You,
1: you, you generally know better than than somebody else you know it's crazy there's a difference between being a hypochondriac and being like i know something's wrong and, and yeah I, I don't want to take no for an answer
2: i i talked to my doctor in chicago about my hip that was just bothering me and he was just like oh okay <laughs> i'm like no it's a serious thing and nothing ever came of it because i really didn't push you know yeah now i'm in kansas i get a couple x-rays and boom arthritis is on the table man
1: yeah yeah <laughs> craziness it's you know it's you know try to you know when it comes to your own health i i'm i'm all for you know just get second opinions do what you think is right you know you know your own body so um you know shout out to ike i'm glad it seems like his wife is doing much better now uh it was a celebratory post he put up that seemed to indicate that she had pretty much gotten through it so that's good Mm -hmm. maybe we'll see ike back on the field for minnesota we'll see so um i don't know i'm just i'm excited to see to see Benny back. Uh, I mean, he said to be back at Sporting Kansas City as part of the technical staff means everything to me. This is the club where I experienced the most success as a player. Peter and the staff invested in me back in 2013, and I look forward to working with them once again. I've come to know a lot of great people here in Kansas City, and this is a fantastic opportunity for me to give back to the city and the club. And I'm just excited to see Benny around again. I mean, just if nothing else from a leadership standpoint.
2: From a leadership just, standpoint. He's just, he's just a fun guy. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to have a frown around him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a positive dude who is going to give you shit and just have some fun, you know,
1: but he can get intense too. Like, that's the thing is I think, I think he'll be a good yeah. bridge for some of the, he's, he's older obviously than the younger guys like, like Buzio, but, but he's younger than a lot of the technical staff members are currently. So I think he'll sort of be a good bridge for some of the younger players to somebody like Peter, or carries a Vagnan, uh, who, who are a little older because they can look at Benny and be like, I've played with this guy, but now he's a coach. So he understands both from the coach side and from the player side.
2: Yeah. So, very true.
1: Uh, <laughs> Over under on when Benny gets his first yellow card as a member of the technical staff, or chewing out an assistant referee or something as they run by. Cause it's going to happen. Should,
2: that should happen. Yes. And I'm here <laughs> for it. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Cause when Benny gets fired up, he gets fired up.
1: So, <laughs> uh, couple other rumors i mean we don't really know as far as more player movement what's happening although there are some rumors that are starting to make uh, a little bit more sense um we we know that sporting casey previously tried to get uh North center back Stian gregerson uh there's a rumor that sporting casey went back with a, a third bid um you know it's it's hard to see uh it, it says that the rumor is somewhere uh, around a million dollars or so in U.S. dollars, although uh, Mold apparently want closer to like $1.75 million. So that's still, that's still a, a pretty big gap between the two. Uh, but they're, they're trying to get a center back. Um, but it might not be in the, in the form of Gregerson. Apparently, center back uh, Nicholas uh, Isamat-Mirin, out of a Turkish club Besiktas who's 29 year old defender is uh, rumored to have a principal agreement in place according to one Turkish account so if that's the case Sporting KC may have a new center back coming in uh out of Turkey and, and Besiktas is a, a, a good club in Turkey
2: so oh yeah that's a big club absolutely that's I mean, a, if you ask me to name a club in Turkey that's the only one I could that's, name That's
1: Besiktas <laughs> yeah it's you know it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens um we don't we don't know uh, if how good he really is or not, but I do appreciate Daniel Gooden. He's saying, you know, I'm not saying FIFA's a good judge for players, but he's a good fit for playing um, for sporting in FIFA. And he and he sent us his his FIFA card, and he's a 73 rated center back who's got a little bit more pace than any other defender basically on the sporting KC roster. So,
2: uh, well, that's how most people do their recruiting, you know, to see how their <laughs> FIFA card holds up. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, honestly, I bet we'd be surprised to know how many actual soccer scouts look through FIFA databases to try to find some players just to see, like, it's probably higher than we'd like to admit.
2: Might be higher even in the pandemic (laughs) days, dude. Right. Because I mean, I've heard, let's play with this guy. Let's see how fast he really is on uh, expert mode
1: here. Right. And and I, I say that half jokingly, but I also I know some people who have worked as intermediaries before, which basically means they're trying to help put Players and agents and contacts with scouts.
2: Don't you mansplain the intermediary to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they have said that it's shocking how many people use FIFA as a recruiting tool, which is crazy because it's just developers trying their best guess at how good players are.
2: So. True you know, true. And I don't even have a lot of respect for FIFA and the developers. Okay. Because you put out a (laughs) game a year, a game a year. You're not even focusing in to give yourself two years to do a quality game. You're just adding like one or two features. You're not putting much into it. When you get games like Assassin's Creed, man, and those come out every two or three years or something. Come on, dude, you know, you're getting a lot out of stuff like that. But FIFA, nah, I don't trust you.
1: And it's not even like like Madden. I know they have like official Madden ratings adjusters who are like former players and whatnot who actually go to games and watch and scout. And they'll be like, we need to up you know Patrick Mahomes' speed by two points because he actually looks like he's a 74 instead of a 72 or whatever.
2: That is so strange to me.
1: FIFA, how are you going to do that with all these players worldwide? I mean, there's thousands of players in the game. You can't do that.
2: Yeah, Madden's so, a little, little easier to do that or, or even like baseball games, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you could easily do that hmm. Yeah, that's kind of no. cool i didn't know that about madden okay, yeah so i'm I heard, learning
1: i heard a podcast it, they, they, it was a former offensive lineman that they had hired to be a, a ratings adjuster so he would literally huh. go to practices and and training camps and games and his job was to watch the lineman and then report back and say this guy we need to adjust him down a little bit this guy we need to adjust him up a little bit so cool kind of cool but yeah uh it's a matt murian i don't know how you say his name probably not how i just said it but that's uh that is the rumor on the center back front. So we'll see if uh, if that comes to uh, to fruition. Then we'll see see if he's uh, potentially a starter. I don't know because Winston Reed doesn't sound like he's coming back. Yeah, man. But let's hey, see here.
2: Quick side note: you, I don't know why I don't wait to just talk to you after we're done recording. <laughs> but you told me last week on here that Apple TV was was. Extended the free trial?
1: That's what I read.
2: Till when? Like July. Okay. I just I just got that email today. And I'm really... like, Jimmy was correct. <laughs> he <laughs> knows what he's talking about, but like mm. I hadn't heard any correspondence, so that's that's kind of funny.
1: Maybe I saw a report that was like this is gonna happen. I don't remember, but
2: mm. maybe I broke news. Who knows? Yeah, you might have broken news. <laughs> See, this is where my, my brain goes. I need a little break in between this transfer talk, man. It can get it can get tiresome people. It's that's
1: yeah we're uh, we're done with the transfer talk for now it's uh Ooh, i don't we, we got no other rumors but we'll... i was gonna
2: slam fifa some more but let's let's move forward
1: <laughs> the well you can slam fifa if you want here because i mean the other thing i was going to mention is we all know that uh kansas city is trying to be a host city for the 2026 world cup and we don't well, yet why know not if they only go to be. super
2: bowls <laughs> no they're one of
1: one of 17 candidates for a host city in in the United States, and they just put out a little bit more information as far as timeline goes. Basically, it sounds like they're hoping that by the end of 2021, they'll be able to announce who the host cities are for the United States. Holy so shit. There's going to be some digital meetings in February and, and virtual discussions in April, and they're hoping that in July, depending on the pandemic, that FIFA can actually start visiting host cities in person. And then by the end of the year, they'll be able to actually say, these are who we want to host the games in 2026.
2: Bro, there's a world cup next year, supposedly. Like that's just crazy to think about. Last year is just gone. I don't yeah. remember anything about it. It's just done. There's and supposed to be an for...
1: Olympics in like five months.
2: Yeah, is that that's still happening. So <laughs> well, as of now, <laughs> supposedly, but, like, and now, now you're talking world cup qualifiers coming up this year and it's, yeah. It's a whole thing, man. It's pretty exciting. I'm glad we don't have next year's World Cup because uh the pandemic and shit, man. It could be, a, it might not be as enjoyable as it will be in five years. Yeah. When we yes. get to go see it, which, you know, I'll be 40 years old. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks to think about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Next year is the one that's supposed to be in the winter in Qatar, right? Yes. December? That's it's right. It's going to be weird.
2: Yeah. It's going to be very strange. Yeah. Who
1: knows? At least, uh, yeah, I mean, positive side it won't really interfere with the mls season
2: yes yeah, very true so, not that sporting has any players that really play on it anymore so
1: yeah that's true who knows maybe buzio by that point if he's still here i don't know hey but there you go it'll just jaylin
2: works his way back i don't know
1: yeah, mess with all the european leagues this time so yes uh, let's see here we got some questions that i want to talk about uh on this day in skc history january 26 2010 so this is Recording on Tuesday, obviously. Uh, new stadium plans for the Kansas City Wizards were in Sports Illustrated magazine. This is from Smith of Snow. He says, "What are the top five moments in CMP history?" I don't know if I feel qualified enough to list five moments off the top of my head, uh, just because. In full transparency, I first started going to games in what 2015. Um,
2: sure, but like 2014, you, know, you, you can throw in the 2013 MLS Cup and and the 20. 20- 17 US Open Cup. Yeah. Those, those two happened at home.
1: Those two, I would say, are definitely one and two. Like it's it's hands down the MLS Cup shootout. Right. And, there's and even that
2: time when that guy painted the wall with Matt Beasler. That was pretty epic.
1: <laughs> there's that one. And then the time yeah. the other guy got to play in the media game, that one was kind of cool. That was
2: good. That was good times. Uh
1: the so other I guy. Mean,
2: just that one guy. Just just the one guy because <laughs> I don't know why.
1: Um we tried to get both of the guys, but they ignored us. Um <laughs> next time there's a media game it's happening i mean um, yeah i mean those are definitely the, the top two i mean i can tell you we've talked about this before one of my favorite moments was was the vancouver game where we came back from down 3-1 and one four three in stoppage uh, time the nakamura game yeah yeah Why not? Na- yeah that one that one was really fun uh, i mean i i don't know that's it's it's tough to just narrow it down to did i just put just a k a few... in his
2: name he doesn't he have did, a k in, in his okay. name no but it's i've been fine. playing japanese games lately and it's like a lot of naka, naka. it's it's insane so that's that's my bad nagamura yeah.
1: nagamura not Ooh. nakamura nakamura is is not the same that so. makes it
2: very japanese that's yeah. my bad
1: yeah uh <laughs> nagamura is brazilian that's right um yeah i'd say those are the the top couple of moments in in cmp history and 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 yeah there's I mean, there's just been some really cool moments, whether it's painting the wall or sporting legends coming back and, and being honored. Um, it's it's tough to narrow it down to, to five. I mean, they've hosted U.S. men's and women's national team games. Those are some pretty big moments too.
2: Yeah, they had Bayern come there last year. That was cool. Not yeah, last year. So
1: was it was 2019. See? Last year was a blur. Yeah, I don't last even year, know. We just skipped over it. I would have said last year too
2: put that but, uh, vaccine in me i need to get to the <laughs> games people
1: <laughs> yeah let's let's see here
2: um, i just patted my veins like an addict by the way i was priming <laughs> the veins for you
1: michael beard asked us for some some dirt on the center back from france which is the guy from Besiktas. that he's a french center back but he's playing in turkey so we talked about that already uh let's see uh we had a listener um Brunuri sad is his username at One Chain. I'm I don't know how to pronounce it, but he asked, "What's your favorite seat in Children's Mercy Park?" We've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but you kind of got mad at me for exposing your secret. Yeah, so don't tell my you, secret. I'm gonna let you you say what you want to say about the best seat <laughs> in Children's Mercy Park.
2: No, I I think, uh, dude, let me take you one different. It's the victory seat, bro. That victory seat up there, that where the Victory Project kid sits every game not only do they have a great view of the game yeah but they're pretty much royalty for like yeah. that whole week they go visit practice it's very they, cool they they, they get uh, uh free free stuff and then the cauldron chants their name like they're a, a freaking greek emperor yeah you know it's amazing it's very i cool. just expect a little kid to give me a thumbs up or thumbs down to see who's getting murdered
1: yeah <laughs> do the walking phoenix it's it's very cool up there i would i i actually got to sit in the victory suite one time not in the victory seat but in the victory suite for a a a game one time
2: and that (laughs) would be weird to have you in the victory seat (laughs) oh he's a big kid (laughs) (laughs) oh boy
1: uh but no it's it's great up there so that that is the best seat in the house i don't know there's i mean there's there's no bad seat in in children's mercy park there's uh, some people who love the South Sand. There's some people who love the Bud Light Landing. And there's other people who like different parts of the cauldron. So it's, it's I mean, it's really up to personal preference, you know, there, there's no experience like the cauldron in terms of just energy. So yeah, for sure. That's that's where I like to go when I am a fan, but that's, you know, I also understand people who want a reserved seat. And they can mm-hmm. wor- not worry about getting there early to save seats and go to the Bro,
2: bathroom. And whatnot. Here's the best answer. The the best seat is the seat for you because yeah. whatever you want, they have options. I mean, I, when I was a big drinker, sitting down in the cauldron and being close to a beer stand was very important <laughs> to me. Yeah. Now, not so much. Just, yeah. just give me easy access to the restroom. You know what I mean? I'm good to go.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Carter Hastings, this is an interesting one. And I did a little thinking on this. I don't actually know uh, what the right answer is, but he said, create your dream lineup from the SKC era. And then he said, disregard legacy. Just what 11 players would you personally love to watch play a game together? It can be for talent reasons, entertainment, or just someone you like and want to see on the field. And he said for him, he has Tim, and then Zusi, Ike, Beesler, and Amanu Dia then roger benny and felipe hernandez johnny Alan Polito, and kai kamara he
2: put which felipe is in, hernandez in there huh? he
1: did i thought that was interesting so i started thinking about who who this would be for me and i have tim at the back uh you know obviously the white puma jimmy nielsen is, is the other option i just i have an affinity for for timelia my back line i i like seth Seth was, was a guy for a long time. So I'd, I'd have Seth and Beazler together again, along with Ike and Zussi on the back line. I, I toyed with putting Zusi, you know, uh, but I, I chose Zusi over Chance Myers at, at right back. My midfield, I put Benny, just because I loved watching Benny in the midfield. Roger, because peak Roger is great. And then I put Ilya just because I like Ilya as a person. He's just a very nice, kind person. He's not the best defender, center, uh, center defensive midfielder we've ever had. But I like Ilya. And then I thought Johnny, Polito, and Kai up top would be pretty interesting because Johnny and Kai are both mm. so, you know, high energy volatile personalities that I thought it'd be kind of funny to watch them both on the field at the same time.
2: I'm throwing Dom Dwyer up front, brother. <laughs> you putting Dom over Polito? Tell me how exciting he was. I mean, he went yeah. over to the fans and did a selfie celebration for God's sakes. Like yeah. it's it's not about talent so to speak Polito's an amazing talent but come on dude dom was a showman
1: dom and was he, a showman
2: and he knew it yeah and he was fun dude i met him outside of of games and stuff we talked about each other's tattoos he's just a great dude yeah um but he knows how to get people riled up he knows the right things to say to get you on his good side or his bad side and he's he's fun man he's an, he's a he's a personality you know can,
1: can you imagine uh, a, a front five if you will you know the the three forwards and then the two up midfielders of kai kamara dom dwyer johnny russell benny failhaber and roger espinoza somebody's gonna die it sounds violent <laughs> somebody on the other team's gonna die <laughs> like that's you know those are those are not five mild personalities and then you know ilia's back there he's a little quiet but there are those times ilia's temper gets the best of him he starts choking people
2: <laughs> oh dude he does that i forgot about that wasn't there one time didn't he score a penalty and then like tell the fans in mexico to suck it he like didn't have. he didn't he do that or he, oh, no he like grabbed himself he grabbed yeah, himself yeah and i was like whoa Ilye, <laughs> what, that does not mean the same thing here as it might in spain i don't know what you're doing bro <laughs> i think he knew what he was doing i couldn't believe it <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know that'd be it's a fun exercise i appreciated it um did you like make a lineup or did you just like, did you make Microsoft paint over there? I saw I, you on your computer.
1: Out. I wrote it out just so I a little, didn't forget.
2: little Excel spreadsheet and yeah. you ranked them. And no. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Making your formulas.
1: It'd be fun. I mean, hey, you guys tell us, tweet us at no other pod who, what would your dream 11 be just from 11 guys you'd like to see play together on the field? And of course he said, this is from the SKC era. So this wasn't yeah. counting Preki or tony miola or
2: it's smart in my opinion a majority of us haven't been fans the whole time yeah because they gained a huge following after the rebrand so so it's a fun
1: little thing uh let's let's see here uh a couple other uh questions we got here um this was actually sparked i want to give garrett alley the props on this because he was the one who sort of sparked this question because he said uh via direct message do you believe that skc will be one of the teams that gets a third shirt i don't think they'll sell 100k in jerseys to achieve it no matter how much i want them to have it and so i hadn't heard i did a little research i hadn't heard of this hundred thousand shirt sort of like marker that people had to sell in order to get a third shirt because i know when we talked before I was like, SKC sells pretty well. I would be surprised if they weren't one of the teams who are allowed to get one.
2: We thought, and then you were just like, hold on, let me reach out to my correspondent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I did a little digging and apparently it was Merritt Paulson, who was the one who, uh, the, the owner of the Portland Timbers, who said uh, to somebody back on January 4th, clubs need to sell 100,000 kits to allow a third kit. And then he goes, even, you know, you know, he thinks market size should be weighed into that equation to allow clubs to do a third kit, even if they're a smaller market which i actually agree with so i was like hey i'm just gonna reach out to uh chad the designer from sporting kc and say hey i don't know if he'll be able to offer any insight but maybe he could offer some and he came back he didn't say anything about how many shirts we actually sell all he said was no third kit in 2021
2: so there you go crazy that he could even say that i'm like yo chad got secrets Maybe we need to get him back on here to, to spill the beans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then this is interesting. I said, you know, thanks for the quick reply. Hopefully they'll let you do something in the future. And he goes, others may have thirds this year. I don't know. I just know we don't have one. That doesn't mean we won't continue to do cool things around the pre-match and training tops, et cetera. And then he kind oh, like of like a little winking face. So yeah, there was no doubt. They're going to keep doing that. And who knows, maybe in the future, they'll get one. Um, it's just, we know. We didn't
2: have a retro night last year, man. 2020 yeah. took retro night from us
1: yeah so we just know that we can confirm that in 2021 sporting kc will not have a third kit which is a bummer but that's a
2: bummer but you know maybe our uh maybe our new primary kit it will be a primary kit this year will uh, more than make up for that fact so
1: good we'll see I, we, we don't know any information as to uh, that should have been my follow-up question to chad okay now when you releasing the new kit
2: yeah chad if you're just spilling it man uh what's what's the new kit look like give us some colors give us some (laughs) schemes
1: (laughs) yeah i don't think uh i don't think he would answer that question that's probably when his uh twitter account goes silent but
2: well you gotta ask
1: all right yeah it's uh it's interesting but so yeah shout out for uh to garrett alley for sparking that question i thought that was kind of cool and we got some actual information so it's good um I think that's most of the Sporting KC news that we have this week. I got a, a couple of very brief MLS news items, but do you have anything else SKC related to
2: to mention? No, nothing SKC related, man. That's uh, we, we got the homegrowns. We got Benny back. Yeah. Uh, questions, all all good.
1: KC and WSL players have started to arrive in Kansas City.
2: That's, that's kind of neat. Cool. That's kind of cool. Taking they all got shape. their welcome packages, which look cool. I'm like, I, I want some free stuff. Yeah, and uh,
1: they're, uh, they're starting to do their sort of like founders packages that you can yeah. go out there and- uh, You sign up for that? I, I haven't signed up to be a founding member. I don't know what, what my plan, You know, it's tough because like, I don't know when I'll be able to go to games. And then part of me is also like, dang, well, I mean, you can only become a founding member once.
2: True, I, I, there's something you know, cool about getting in on the ground level of something. Um, you know, being able to say you've been down since day one. You know, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't come in the year after they won the cup. Right. you know which is all i'll ever know this morning
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean they say founding memberships will be sold for a limited time and will not be available when season ticket deposits begin a benefit of being a founding member includes early access to season tickets a founding member yeah. scarf 10 percent off website merch quarterly newsletter and opportunities to provide input on the team's name and brand so it's
2: pretty cool uh could get could get spicy with some of those names could, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to get in there and have your voice heard. Yeah. It's pretty cool deal, man. I retweeted them the other day and I had people like asking me questions about it. And I'm like, I I don't know all that much, but uh, it is kind of cool because like, it seems like it's
1: only 50 bucks one time to be a founding member and it doesn't seem like it commits you to season
2: tickets or anything. So it's not, you're not committed. It's mainly a $50 scarf. Yeah. In my opinion, but you know yeah. think before you go getting season tickets though man let's talk about it maybe we can we can uh, get ours together or something you know
1: yeah if i end up well, well for sure if we end up if i end up getting some i'll let you know i, I don't know yeah. what my plan will be yet but we'll see i'll definitely be out there for some games at least right um let's see outside of kansas city and just in a couple other news your oh, boy
2: wait. sorry inside kansas city t-bones yes. man case oh Marks. yeah that's
1: cool that's cool that's i enjoyed neat. it They worked with the negro league museum to uh to rebrand to the kansas city monarchs which was the name of the negro league's uh baseball team in kansas city way back when
2: merch opportunity dude i just see dollar signs just Mm -hmm. rolling like sign me up
1: yeah so i mean that's that's a better name than kansas city t-bones
2: i think so well they have a huge monarch like a butterfly as a mascot type deal or because they had that (laughs) weird you know bullseye the t-bone i was like "Eh, get away from me man I you're doubt creepy. it's
1: going to be a butterfly because I think it's less butterfly monarchs and more like royalty monarchs. Is that what that means? Oh. Yeah, like a monarchy is like when you have a king or a queen or whatnot. Is so a monarch right? is like a, a, a member of royalty.
2: Yeah. So you're telling me for my entire lifetime, I thought it was the butterfly species, a monarch?
1: Were you today years old when you learned that the Kansas
2: City monarchs were not named after a butterfly? We're going to have to talk off air. This <laughs> is, this is I, I wish I was kidding right now. <laughs> I'm very upset that you're breaking news to me.
1: That's where the Kansas City Royals baseball team name came from. That makes a whole from.
2: lot of sense. Now, I'm with you right now. Yeah. I don't dispute that. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, like a monarch, dude, like a butterfly. Like that's, yeah. wow, yeah. I'm dumb. No,
1: no. You learn something new every day. This is cool. <laughs>
2: I'm signing off. <laughs> I'm going to eat some dinner. Finish it up, pal. My question <laughs> is, did Marissa know? And what did she
1: think about it?
2: I don't think and, she even really knew there was a Negro okay. Leagues until I told her
1: there was okay, a Negro well, Leagues. You know, so. Let's not call your wife racist. Come on now. Well,
2: I do sometimes.
1: <laughs> this is when she turns off the podcast, walks into the other room and it's like, Dan, we need to talk. I need you to not call me racist on the podcast. And I'll be <laughs> like, uh, I'm in a meeting. Can't talk about right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, but yes, no, that's what uh, the, the Kansas City Monarchs did ah, not refer to the butterfly.
2: Mind blown emoji. Yeah, that's good but stuff. very,
1: very cool. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And then obviously... Yeah. Congrats to the Chiefs. I mean, what yeah, else wow, is why there you, to say?
2: Why are you so sad? Well, why are you sound so mean, sad?
1: I am a Packers fan. I wanted the oh, Packers to make okay. it, and I was now, looking forward to Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. But, but
2: you get to doubly cheer against Tom Brady I mean That's true. I guess like the dude, Brady hatred yeah. is
1: real, dude. Yeah. No. I mean,
2: look. I'm all. But this all is how Chiefs. it should be: the old master versus the new master. Yeah. Like, oh, it's old and new man. It's passing of the torch. It's how it has to be. I'm excited. <laughs>
1: It should be good. I'm excited too. It uh it does the, suck that the Eric Fisher
2: for the halftime show? Halftime should be good. That it does suck
1: that Eric Fisher uh will be out with an Achilles entry.
2: But how can you scout our offensive lineman if you never seen him play? That's true. Boom, we That's got true. the advantage, dude. Yep. So we'll see.
1: Uh just to finish it off here, outside of Kansas City, your boy, Jordan Morris. Oh yeah, I he's, love him. He's with Swansea City.
2: Yeah, he is. No longer. We talked about the, that last year. The Seattle last Sounders.
1: Week. Did we? Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. Did we talk we about said the he was going. Oh. Well, it's official.
2: Well, it's official because so, he Instagrammed it, you know. Yeah.
1: He's uh, supposed to make his debut today, Wednesday. Oh, wow. So let's, uh, you know, they're going to stick with him for the, the remainder of the year. And then he basically was like, I don't know what's going to happen with Seattle. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe he leaves on a permanent basis, but we'll see. So hmm. he's a key player for, for, the Seattle Sounders. So that's, that's not an insignificant loss that makes the Sounders worse.
2: Yeah. It's a big deal.
1: So they did sign the uh, Brian to a, a multi-year contract extension. So we talked about coach. that too. We, no, we didn't. What? This only came out. Yes. On Monday. Come on. We've talked about it. I don't mind. You're, I think you're making stuff up. <laughs> oh, you're gaslighting me. I don't know which. Anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> on that note i don't know what is real and what is fake anymore so <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see um that's all i got there's other people who are signing players in mls but who cares um
2: yeah i it's there's rumors all over the place i don't know if you guys listen to extra time radio they're always talking about that stuff it's really yeah. not important to us to share those things yeah um if you do care about those things add extra time to your podcast rotation man yeah Andrew Weavey's on there he's back in Missouri too by the way so mm-hmm. I saw that if not there's sure a, if we can be best friends now or what
1: so. <laughs> if there's a big signing in the league we'll let you know on here I mean you know oh, yeah. or if a player like Jordan Morris leaves or whatnot but the daily in and out movement of MLS we don't typically get into that but extra time does
2: right so. uh, the super draft happened last week we really didn't even talk about that right
1: we didn't we drafted a couple players that'll if they're lucky get some time with skc too
2: so we'll see if we yeah we'll see if they they stay around but that you never really know because you can draft someone and then not sign that person you know right
1: so, so. we'll see but man we're getting closer to soccer uh, less than a month from preseason training so it's pretty cool
2: it's coming i uh i've noticed uh i know everyone probably follows the players on socials and stuff like that seems like a lot of people trying to get away you know have some time away from soccer and ideally being safe doing so i think Polito's back in mexico and um some people just gone dark a lot of people just aren't sharing anything these days so
1: yeah well i mean i don't blame them especially if they're traveling they don't they don't want to deal with people being like why are you traveling during a pandemic and there are ways to do it safely and there are ways to do it not safely and hopefully they're doing it safely so
2: yeah at this point if i'm gonna go somewhere i'd rather drive yeah you know i I think i'd much rather drive Mm -hmm.
1: maybe go camping Uh, we've thought about going camping somewhere get out in uh, nature
2: this this face (laughs) it's too handsome for nature i'm not gonna go be with the bugs and the ponds i'm not trying to take a fish off the hook i'll catch a fish (laughs) i'll fish but you better take that bitch off the hook i'm not touching it yeah
1: well okay we'll uh we'll, we'll leave that part to marissa as well
2: uh, she would she'd probably take the fish off the hook she kills my spiders <laughs> for me all right <laughs> hey, gotta you know? gotta help me if there's a wasp nearby all of a sudden i run a <laughs> i run a 4 out of nowhere
1: <laughs> there you go hey it ha- we all have our stuff it happens i'm not a huge fan of spiders i'll kill them if i need to i try to relocate them rather than kill if, them
2: if i need to if I, I will just, I'll take whatever I got near me and I'm throwing it at it and I'm <laughs> yeah. excellent aim. But if I don't need to, yeah. I'll be like, Marissa, it's, it's spider not very, please. <laughs> not very
1: vegan of you.
2: I'm, I don't eat spiders. <laughs> well, I, well, eat, yeah. I eat kale. I'm not out there killing the kale. Yeah, okay. As long as you don't see the kale being killed, you're good with it. Kale nah bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on that note thank you guys so much for for listening this week make sure you uh give us those five star rating in reviews and we'll be sure to read them on here make sure you check out hello tushy.com slash no other for your 10 percent off discount on your tushy bidet and it will change your life make sure you follow us on twitter at no pod at dan at jc max 03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod or shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com but until next week He's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Give me that vaccine.